lot of sports podcasting from chicago you're listening to pass the mic with nucci quasi and digits hello and welcome to episode two of pass the mic it's november 18th uh well we have another great show coming up tonight uh we'll start out with nfl picks this time around like uh, kind of reversing order from last time and then uh, Nucci will take over and uh, give us give you guys some fantasy football advice. Uh, followed up by some NFL Bears talk, MLB, NBA, NHL, and finally a recap some college football. All right. So before we start everything here, uh, just want to get into uh, as you guys have probably noticed from our intro, uh, Stat Boy's name has been officially changed. Uh, due to uh, extreme customer feedback, we've only had one show, and we already have a huge correction we need to make. Uh, apparently, as we should have known already, Stat Boy is already named taken up by the Stat Boy at the show PTI. PTI yes. So I suggested changing my name to Michael Wilbon, but we decided <laughs> instead of that, we're going to change Stat Boy's name. His new name is Digits. But Digits does have stat credit. Credit. He actually did work at Stats LLC, so all of our stats throughout the show will be extremely on point and correct. Exactly. And to the second. Um, <laughs> we will be starting off with our picks category, which will be the NFL picks uh, against the spread. Um, so to recap last week, uh, Digits, it's a new name, was the leader. Actually went three and zero against the spread, so that's a three game parlay. Twenty five bucks turns into one fifty with process picks. I want to say, like, I picked the Bears to win outright against San Diego, and that came through. They did. He did pick the Bears. He yeah. did pick the Bears. Next would have been Quasi, who was two and one, uh, following up uh, me being the anchor here, uh, dragging the boat behind. I was one and two against the spread. Um, just a little background on me: I love to gamble. I'm not very good at it. Uh, you know, that's why some of our mortgage at times might go to the bookie. But that's a whole other story we'll get into at a different time. Maybe you should use my picks instead, yeah, I'm gonna, yeah. yeah, I will be making my own picks, but I will be using digits picks when I actually, uh, you know, put them in put them in for actual money this weekend. All right. Uh well, with the picks, I'll start off again like last week. Go ahead. If you don't mind. Yeah, um, go ahead. I mean, at 3-0. Yeah, exactly. No I need to start off first. Uh, I'll go with San Francisco getting 13 points over Seattle. Last time I took New England, they were two touchdown uh, favorites. But, like, you know, I was like, oh, you know, you normally you don't lay two touchdowns, whatever. But this time uh, I'm actually going with, you know, whatever. I'll, I'll go with San Francisco Getting the 13 points over Seattle. Because I think Seattle, whatever, I don't think they're all that great. So, like, all right. So, San, San Fran Francisco, plus 13. Plus 13, yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't know why I'm doing this, but I'm going against Tom Brady this week. Uh, I'm taking Buffalo in a 7.5 against New England. And finally, I'll stick with my hometown pick, Chicago. It's a 1.5 point favorite over Denver. Uh, Peyton Manning is out. We're going to kill Brock Osweiler. So, I think Chicago wins and wins by like 10 points this week. Wow. So the Bears are minus one and a half. Minus one and a half. Yes. Bears minus one and a half at home. So. I mean, I think like with the, if Peyton Manning had started, it would have been an underdog. And I would have been like a little more hesitant about it. But with him out, I think we win. So you win Seattle 
uh, or excuse me, San Fran plus thirteen in Seattle, mm-hmm. uh, Buffalo plus seven and a half, plus seven and a half in New England, correct, and Bears at home minus one and a half. Yeah. Uh, by the way, just on a, uh, a quick subject change, um, we will all be drinking Miller Lights tonight. Because of Miller time, Zach Miller, the tight end, <laughs> uh, the Chicago Bears, yes, who will Bears. lead the Bears to victory over Denver. Nice. Right. Quasi's picks. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Dallas to beat Miami. Uh, it's minus one. Because I think with Romo back, there's no reason that uh, Dallas can't pull off that game. I also I like Cincinnati over Arizona. I think uh, Cincinnati did lose last week to Houston, but I think you can't keep that ginger down in uh, Cincinnati. So (laughs) I have uh, complete faith. And then I'm going to go with a real uh, off-the-wall pick. I'm going to pick Washington over Carolina. Wow. Maybe we've seen uh, the emergence of uh, Kirk Cousins as an elite, I'm I'm air-quoting that, quarterback. They play against the worst defense. (laughs) What what is is the spread on that? Seven and a half. Seven and a half. So uh, there you go. Uh, Washington plus seven and a half. I kind of like that. <laughs> That's for Miller time with there. Zach Miller. <laughs> Miller time with Zach Miller. Miller Lite, also welcome to sponsor the show. <laughs> I drink a lot of it. Um, my picks here, uh, if you're a gambling man, just gamble against all of these picks right now. <laughs> um, my picks, though, who I like. I like Tampa Bay going into Philadelphia. Tampa Bay is plus five and a half. Ooh, Philly, that's rough. <laughs> their defense is okay, I guess. They're they're just a mess of a team. Ryan Matthews got is he even playing again. I mean, he got knocked out. So they're, they're rolling with just Demarco Murray, and of course, no Sam Bradford. So Sam Bradford. So you're going with uh, Mark the Sanchez. Sanchez. Yeah. Mark Sanchez. He is brutal. Uh, but most importantly, on the other side, you got uh, old crab legs there, Jameis Winston. <laughs> I'm going to go with Crab Legs. I think uh, Vincent Jackson might be coming back this week yeah, as well. Yeah, so there you go. Plus oh, five and a half. Tampa Bay plus five and a half. I also like that Cowboys getting a point uh, in going into Miami. Tony Romo to uh, Des Bryant. And I think uh, Darren McFadden hopefully should do pretty well there as well. And then I like, uh, you know, Derek Carr and the Raiders going into Detroit. Detroit's riding high because they just beat Green Bay. Great win for them. We're all happy. They beat Green Bay, you know, but they're still Detroit and they suck. So I'm going Derek Carr, even though he does like to wear eyeliner, it looks like, during the game. Derek Carr <laughs> minus two. Raiders minus two at Detroit. So Tampa Bay plus five and a half. Cowboys plus one. Raiders minus two. All right, let's move on to some uh, fantasy, NFL fantasy. I'll turn it over to Nucci, our uh, resident NFL fantasy expert. All right, here we go, guys. I'm just going to give you uh, top picks, uh by each position, it'll be really quick. Um, guys that will perform in your leagues, you know, I know there are a lot of different leagues out there, but pretty much by any league standard or PPR, um, I'll give you two top picks and then a value pick, uh, kind of going off, you know, DFS, daily fantasy sites, um, and uh, in terms of the value picks as well. This, this episode, Nucci's stats are on point. On point, <laughs> on point, I'll tell you that. All right, so for quarterbacks, I mean – I'm going to go Tom Brady. I know he's going uh, against Buffalo, who seems kind of tough or whatever with their defense, but really they're not. Uh, Bill Belichick owns Rex Ryan and, you know, the the Patriots at home. That's all I got to say. Patriots at home. 
going against Rex Ryan, man purse, Tom Brady, you, you know he's going to do well. Uh, my QB2, I like Derek Carr. This guy has produced uh, week in and week out. He's had good games. Going against Detroit, like I said, Detroit had a win against uh, Green Bay. Really not sold on them. Uh, I'm thinking that Derek Carr will have uh, over 300 yards and at least a pair of touchdowns. Um, value. Value. Now, this is reaching. This is where you got to pick low. <laughs> and if you're really desperate, something, uh, you know, a guy you might be able to pick. Matt Hasselbeck. I got to tell you, I am not impressed with Atlanta. I don't think they're that good. <laughs> Atlanta has had, Atlanta's had two weeks to prepare, but Indy has as well. Um, I think he, you know, he doesn't make a lot of mistakes. Uh, I think he could be good for a pair of touchdowns and maybe over 250 yards. Against I think Atlanta? Atlanta sucks. They do suck. I mean, hey, not. hey, who's the quarterback for Atlanta? Matty Ice. Matty Ice <laughs> oh, sucks. Uh, moving on to. Uh, right, I forgot he's on your list. Yes. He's on the list. He's on the shit list. But I'll tell you what. Moving on to wide receivers. Uh, on the opposite end of uh, Matty Ice, my wide receiver number one is still Julio Jones. Wow, is that guy a beast? Who's gonna throw him the ball? That's my first question. Matty Ice Matty will Ice. throw it to Matt, Matty Ice. Will throw it to. Julio Jones and Indianapolis Colts D multiple times. So, but Julio Jones will get it. I mean, he's a beast. Indianapolis D does suck. They are at home, so I'll give him that. Julio Jones, how can you go against him? Number two, I like the Thursday night matchup. Allen Robinson. This guy. He's been a beast. This guy is a beast. And they're going into tennis. They're at home against Tennessee. Um, You know, Blake Bortles, that dude is good, good too. He's a a good. He could be a good uh, QB pickup as well, Blake Bortles, uh, or, or plug-and-play. Um, and then your values, I would go, I like Jeremy Macklin, actually, who I usually hate, uh, on KC going into San Diego. But San Diego D is just not that good. So Jeremy Macklin as your value pick. Him, so. Huh? I said the Bears beat him. So. The, the Bears did beat him. The Bears did beat Kansas City, but and they beat uh, San Diego. So, yeah. Um, and then also, I like Brandon LaFell. I know everybody's talking up Danny, Danny Amendola as being the replacement to Julian Edelman, but I think the more talented receiver now on, oh. on New England is Brandon LaFell. And I think uh, old man Purse Brady's going to find him a couple times. Uh, running backs, Marshawn Lynch against at home against San Francisco. That's It's over. Beast mode. I, he hasn't had the greatest year in terms of Marshawn Lynch numbers, uh, but his best – uh, game of the season did come against San Francisco in San Francisco. San Francisco's terrible. He's going to be at home. Uh, I don't like owning anyone on Seattle other than the defense and beast mode Marshawn Lynch. My RB2, I'm going to Tarkandrick West, or however you pronounce this. Tar- yeah. 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 <laughs> he, said, he said, you know me on fantasy, tweet me out or whatever. Okay. Send him a twat. And... Uh, <laughs> Turkandrick West against San Diego. I think that's pronounced tweet. <laughs> yeah. We're on a podcast. I don't even know what this is. So, um, you know, tweet, twat, whatever. Turkandrick West. Uh, this guy is going to snap this week. He's going to snap. He had a real good game last week, and he's rolling into San Diego, who's weak. Uh, they're going to do well. And then value, you know, Frank Gore, man. Frank Gore going into Atlanta. Like I said, they do have Matt Hasselbeck. Will just be more of a, a game controlling type of guy. I think they're going to see a heavy dose of Frank Gore. I'm not impressed with Atlanta uh, defense. Tight ends, pretty easy. You got Gronk. 
can't ever go against the Gronk. He's by far the number one, you know, other than maybe a Greg Olson in Washington, but I do like Gronk better. And then for values, uh, a guy I like, I like to call Fat Tammy, uh, Jacob Tammy, the tight end uh, for Atlanta in Indianapolis, or Travis Kelsey, the tight end, uh, to have a kind of bounce back um, week in so, San Diego. Funny thing about that tight end, it's like my guy Gary Barn was just off this week with a bye week, so... I picked up Jacob Tammy in my other <laughs> Oh, there you go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Fat Tammy. <laughs> she finds a way to score. There you go. <laughs> um, kickers, Gostowski can't go against. Value kicker, Cairo Santos. Uh, defense. Kickers? Kickers. Kickers. Hey, defense. Kickers, <laughs> kickers. Defense. You got to go with the number one defense. Uh, Legion of Boom at home versus a very terrible San Francisco team, uh, they're your number one pick. But in terms of values, I'm going to pick our own Chicago Bears, D. Wow, yeah, going Bears. against Brett Osweiler. Who, who's who's heard of this guy? I don't. I, I mean, we've heard of him. I, mean, this I watch week. college football, so I know. Oh, him. Like, oh, oh, State, all yeah. I know is there's no sport you, this, you don't. Is, yeah, right. So <laughs> yeah. this guy is six eight. That's all that I know. He's tall. I mean, he's supposed but, to be decent. I think he might be better. Whatever. Than, uh, Bears, Bears. Bears. I think Bears. You know, are going to do fine. Their running backs are not good. Yeah. Their wide receivers are struggling. And Osweiler also revenge game for John Fox going against his own team. And John Fox, the only uh, it's a revenge only game for Cutler too. Revenge game for Cutler. John Fox and Adam Gase, plus John Fox is the only coach to have ever seen Osweiler. So, and then sleeper pickups for the week. These are pretty simple because it was a pretty big week. Uh, Tony Romo, obviously, uh, if he's out on the waiver wire, you pick him up. Danny Amendola, Fat Tammy, Jacob Tammy, he's out there. He probably is out there for a lot of people. And uh, Not at least I'm in. If you have no one else up to pick up and you're in bad need of a quarterback due to injuries or bye week, you can't go wrong with Cutler. Uh, uh, this is third or fourth week in a row throwing up over 17 points in uh, FanDuel League. So, I mean, he doesn't throw picks anymore. He only throws touchdowns. Let's move on to the NFL. Uh, impressive win by the Bears last week versus the Rams, uh, especially against the St. Louis, tough St. Louis defense. Uh, we beat the crap out of them. Uh, with that said, you think the Bears can make the playoffs? One one stat I do want to throw out there, uh, last team to start out 2-5 and five and made the playoffs was the 2011 Broncos, led by Tim Tebow. And the coach of the team? John Fox. Right. John Fox. 2-5 and five Broncos did go, led by John Fox, to make the playoffs. With that being said, I think it might have been the first time ever that a team made the playoffs with a losing record. <laughs> All right, fine. Great point. They, they, they no, were 7-9. What and about... 7-9. Um, the year... Marshawn Lynch totally demolished uh, the Saints, Saints with that amazing run. I think that was like 8-18, eight and 18, if I'm not Were mistaken. Were they 8-8? Yeah. Yeah, I think it was the only time. And then time. they had to face the Bears, and then the Bears just blew them out. That's right. Yeah. I was at that game. That was the one good game I was at. <laughs> um, can the Bears make the playoffs? Uh, it's a stretch. It's a stretch. Do we want the Bears making the playoffs? I'll tell you what. The I think one I thing, do. The, the one thing I don't want is the Bears to win seven or eight games and not make the playoffs like we do every year and just get bad draft picks. But you know what? It is fun. I can't ever root against the Bears every Sunday. Watching them win is a lot of fun. I think think they have a good chance. I think the next two weeks will uh, be really telling. They go in against the Broncos. Broncos, you know, if if you're benching Peyton Manning, that cannot be a good sign. And the Packers, three losses in a row. 
I have to admit, I'm excited to actually watch the game on Thanksgiving. I thought that would be a complete waste of time, but now it looks like it might be an enjoyable game. Right, with both teams struggling, this is our time to like make the move. It is going to yeah. be awesome. So we're rooting for Minnesota this week, right? Right. Minnesota to beat Green Bay. And then the next week for us to whoop on Green Bay. Well, I don't know. Minnesota's winning the division, so don't you want them to get a loss against Green Bay? And then they're tied. What do you want, Green Bay to? I guess you want them to win, and then us I to mean, win. Like as many losses as the division leader can get, that's what you want. And I mean, if, if Minnesota true, wins, true, like, you yeah, definitely whatever. We're, we're, we're I, sh- I don't know. Like, we're shooting, we're shooting wild card. I guess anytime time Green Bay yeah. wins, it's like a win for Chicago. Anyway, like, so we're, shoot, we're shooting wild card. I agree. Yeah. I mean, if there was a way for them both to lose, I'd pick that option. But there's, there's <laughs> point, yeah. You never know. They could tie. Yeah. They could tie. It would uh, be rough. But Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, I think Forte is coming back this week. Uh, but is obviously, he? like, I think so, right? I'm, if I'm not mistaken. He might be coming back this week. Yeah. It's, uh, but, uh, it's up in the air as of right now. But I, I love Langford. Exactly. And this guy. Let's say, hey, it's great. Let's, he, you know, we can trade Forte now. Um, I know a lot of people don't like to hear that. I love Matt Forte, but you know what? You don't hold on to old running backs and paying a lot of money. Uh, Jimmy Langford looks great. He does. He, he's a nice uh, running back. and Great receiver out of the backfield as well, yeah. Kind of makes you upset that they didn't move Forte earlier. Do you know that Langford was a receiver in college? Really? Yes. He, he was. was a receiver. He was actually, he, I think he started a defensive back and then he was, went yeah, to receiver. Yeah, defensive back, moved to receiver, and now he's a running back. So another he's receiving running a, back that can run hard. Yeah, he's found a home. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> you know that's right. All right, let's go back and uh, visit that Packers losing streak again. What are you guys' thoughts on that in general? Uh, the Packers losing streak. Well, at first <laughs> I hated that Ditka commercial where he was wearing the Packers jersey. I found it offensive until I realized that once again the coach is the coach, and he set a jinx upon them. And he knew what he was doing. <laughs> they have not won since he wore that jersey. Great news right there. And they're fighting on the sideline, too. There's so much, like, dysfunction on the team now all of a sudden. I remember last year, I think uh, an insurance agent told me to R-E-L-A-X. I mean, they lost three games. Nah. I think they'll write the ship. I hate to say it. I I don't want them to, but. (laughs) S-T-R-U-C-K. You are struck. What about that weak-ass feud between Dalton and J.J. Watt? Uh, is what? that really a feud? You well, J.J. Watt the... insulted him. He called him like a, what, red No, no, no. He said, he, said, he said they called him, he's the red rifle. And red he said, rifle. you know what, I turned oh, him into, he said, I turned him into a red BB gun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then, and then uh, that wasn't even that bad, but Dalton's reaction, you are like, you're a role model. You can't be saying that in front of kids. Yes, he can. <laughs> what a kid saying you're the red rifle I turned you to a red BB gun that's good kid shit talk but well to be I fair I mean that was that was pretty low level yeah, yeah smack yeah, talk just, yeah. it wasn't it offensive wasn't but to be fair to Dalton I think he did say he took it too seriously like the other day against uh, Monday night so, okay, so, uh, the, so the, the feud the feud is over the feud is over yeah but like bigger feud Cam Newton dancing a mom in Tennessee apparently like writes a letter to the NFL and says like Ken Newton's dancing is like very insulting because he's like gyrating in front of his daughter or whatever. <laughs> but like freaking Aaron Rodgers has the same thing. He's like pumping his cock out there, you know, every time he's like and that is that double check. Yeah, that is offensive to everyone. <laughs> but that's and, not offensive. But Ken Newton's offensive. Ken Newton's gyrating doing the Superman at home. Yeah, I mean the whole it's sports and everyone's human. 
So this all goes back to the bat flip when Jose oh, Baptista, <laughs> you know, back hit, to the bat hit flip. the second greatest home run in Blue Jay history. It's sports. That's what we all get excited about. Everyone stands up and cheers. You don't want the guy to celebrate? Don't let him score a touchdown. Play better. <laughs> then he has no good, reason to celebrate. Good point. Giant rating's <laughs> over if you play better D. <laughs> exactly. Uh, let's move on to MLB. Some great news for Cub fans. Joe Madden won Manager of the Year like earlier in the week. Chris Bryant won Rookie of the Year. And Nucci has some award for Jake Arrieta. Cy Young Award winner Jake Arrieta for the trifecta. <laughs> Look at that, Cubbies. Well, typical Cubs. Collecting awards, not rings. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> White Sox, baby. <laughs> I got White a Sox, baby. White Sox. <laughs> I got a question Sitting for you. Sitting on your beaten-up couch watching the Cubs win in the playoffs. <laughs> I got a question for you now. Jake winning the side, how much money do you have to give him? And does that large amount of money take away your chances? We'll for still have enough game? to get David Price from the Blue Jays. <laughs> Cubs have a lot of money. I don't know why they're being cheap. They can sign anyone they we want. We got a lot of money. We got plenty of money. We're riding high. You know what? Cubs did great. And next year really will be the year. Well, <laughs> calling it right now, right here and now, That's like I do every year, but right here Next and now. Year again. Will be the year. <laughs> it will be the year. All right, let's move on to some NBA talk. The this week, I've seen like a quite a few tweets, articles about Warriors and their hot streak. They're off like a twelve and zero start, and will they beat the ninety five ninety six Bulls record? Bulls were seventy two and ten. Will the Warriors win seventy three ah. games this year? Yeah, right. Charles Barkley said it the best. If these guys played 20 years ago, they would get mauled. All right? With that being said, they're not playing 20 years ago. But you know what? The thing is, I was watching, I forget, some wacky ESPN show, but they did have someone on there who was uh, talking about how if you are the best team in the league, everyone is coming at you. Every single game, like, it's their championship game. Good point. All right? Sure. So, I mean, the Milwaukee Bucks or whoever you're playing that are garbage, you know, you're just trying to take it easy on a Tuesday. This is their championship game for the, their year. It's to see the Golden State Warriors. So you got to get ready for that every single day. And you know what? The Bulls were built for that. We were just a powerhouse. We demolished everybody. These guys can't do it. Yeah, I mean, the Raptors almost beat them the other night, actually. So, I mean, it was a close game. The they only won by five points. But whoa, it's quasi. It's whoa, quasi. Whoa, it's whoa. Like, I'm like, uh, so, I, so, I don't no. think they'll. I don't think they'll beat the record. I think it, it's really hard in this day and age to set streaks, yeah. I think. Um, you know, dynasties are set by you won three in six years, not you won three back-to-back. So, I think, yeah, unlike... So. The Lakers with Kobe and Shaq, and they went three. That's yeah. a team that I could have seen. last three yeah. You know, beating the record. The Golden State Warriors, I, I think, are awesome. I mean, they are, they are good. Steph I didn't mean to hate He's... on them. They are a very good team, and <laughs> Steph Curry's just unbelievable. When he came in the league, I really did not think he was going to be that good. And obviously, he's proved everybody wrong. I mean, they are a great team. They're unbelievable. But 72 and 10, give me a that's that's give me a break. Yeah. That's a huge mountain to climb. And uh, through twelve games, Bulls were ten and two, and like Warriors are still undefeated. So when will their first loss be? Like, they have a tough week this week. They play Clippers on Thursday, and then follow it up. I don't. Uh, I don't I Bulls on Friday. That hard. 
Bulls on Friday. That, that's her second night in, I mean, second game in two nights. Uh, but of course, guess who's hurt again? Surprise, surprise. <laughs> Derek Coleman, Mr. Glass. <laughs> Mr. Glass. Derek Rose. Well, one of our audience member works for the Bulls, so we probably don't want to insult him too much. But anyway. That's <laughs> yeah, all right. You know what? We yeah. love Jimmy Butler, and I like his new aquarium boombox. Yeah, that, thing that, was, cool. that thing is awesome. Oh, that thing yeah. is impressive. Yes. Yeah. I think I mean, even without Rose, I think the Bulls will pull up a you know, great fight. It's like Mike said. You know, everyone's playing this game as if this is a big game. Yeah. You know, so <clears throat> they're bringing their A game. They're, you know, playing their toughest. I don't see a reason that they couldn't stop the streak. It would be sort of funny if let, the Bulls stopped the streak. They will. Let me <laughs> I hope you, let, they do. Yeah, let yeah. me tell you about a little streak they stopped last year against Golden State. Golden State was undefeated at home yes. until guess who showed up? The Bulls. That was an overtime victory. I overtime victory. Bulls win. Yep. I Bulls are going to be the first loss for Golden State again, guaranteed. Well, regardless, uh, this is their circus trip, so they need to have a good circus, uh, record on the circus trip. Speaking of the circus trip, uh, the, the Bulls neighbors or whatever roommates of the United Center, they're on their own circus trip, starting off with the Oilers tonight. Uh, Quasi, your thoughts on them? You're the hockey expert here. Uh, after two great victories against the... Uh, that was a great transition. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Mike. That was great. After two Sorry, great... thank you, Nochi. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Mike? <laughs> after two great victories, Garden. you know, they're on the road. Uh, this trip, I think, will be telling. You know, they're going up against Edmonton, Calgary, two of the weaker teams, so they definitely want to get a nice hot start, beat both of those teams. They're going to the West Coast. Facing San Jose and L.A., those are key victories to also win. Um, I'd like them to go 4-0 in those those next couple of games just to keep the 4 Circus trip, 4-0. <laughs> wow. Uh, Patrick Kane's on fire, isn't he? Yeah, 13-game uh, point streak. Well, Woo! as we're recording, they're playing Edmonton. So right now. If, he, if he scores another goal, it'll be like 14 games. He, he right now is... Considered to be, I would consider him the best player in the NHL. He snagged the number one star in a couple of games last week, right? He did. Yeah. He did. He's awesome. seems to be unstoppable at the moment. Before we leave the uh, Hawks topic, I want to give a shout out to two people. One, last year's Count Smythe winner and a complete badass, Duncan Keith. Everyone thought he would be back around Christmas. He's already back now, and it's definitely making an impact. And uh, the bread man, uh, Panarin. Who seems to be legit? He is, uh, he is awesome, um, and I'm excited to see him in a Blackhawks uniform and on the ice. Frontman. Oh, oh, goal by Keith! You know, I'm just hey, going to point out this fact. Last time we recorded this, I was asked about Marco Dano. There wasn't a Hawks game, but the next game he scored. I just talked about Duncan Keith, and what do you know? Not only did he score, who assisted it? Patrick Kane. The streak is still going. Streak's still going for Kaner. Woohoo! Uh, finally, I want to move on to college football. I'm probably the guy on the set that likes college football more than anyone else. Uh, but rankings came out on Tuesday. Anyway, like number one is Clemson, number two, Alabama, number three, Ohio State, number four, Notre Dame. It means a couple of rematches right there. Like, uh, early season, Clemson versus Notre Dame rematch, which was really close in the rain in uh, Clemson Stadium, uh, Death Valley. And then, like, obviously, Alabama always say there was a championship game from last year. Uh, Quasi, I know you hate Notre Dame, but 
The we American, are the American <laughs> the American College of Indeed. Football. Yeah, you the only school that's yeah. not in a you know division, but can be anywhere it wants, whenever it wants. <laughs> well, they do have the toughest matchup, like remaining schedule for anyone. They play Stanford on November twenty eighth. So, I mean, Stanford is still there in the college football playoff race. So, and they're playing on the road in Stanford. So, Golden I don't Golden know. Is. I think, huh? You think Golden Notre Dame is going to win in Stanford? Yeah, why not? What's the spread? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's too early for the spread. I don't think it's even come out yet. He needs to know how much to put down. Oh, okay. Just weeks away? All right. Luchi doesn't care about college football. He's scared about the spread of college football. There you go. Uh, and uh, Clemson seems to have the easiest schedule, so I think they'll keep the number one spot. Uh, Bama still has to play the rival and the SEC championship game against Florida. And finally, Ohio State, they have, you know, Michigan State and they have to play at Michigan, you know, so that's their rivalry game. So I think, like, you know, uh, some of the teams that are ranked lower will Michigan have, State. Have, a, have a chance to, like, sneak in. Michigan State's playing Ohio. Ohio this State week. this week in Columbus. This week oh, in Columbus. That's, right. that's, that's going to be game. a good game. Also, wait, their quarterback on Michigan State's a little banged up, isn't he? He is banged up, right. I like that guy. I think he's JT good. Barrett? No. The Michigan State quarterback. Oh, sorry, Michigan State quarterback. Yeah, sorry. I thought you said Ohio State quarterback. Yeah. Banged up. Ohio State quarterback. No, he got, got, got trouble. He got, legal he got, trouble. Yeah, he, he banged got, up from legal trouble. He got banged up from booze. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but I don't know. I mean, it's still a tough schedule for Ohio State, though. So, so who do you think is going to win? Ohio State is going to take Michigan State? I think Ohio State will actually be Michigan State is his home, but like the rivalry game in Michigan, I think they'll lose Jim Harbaugh. You know, he has to like he gets the one thing he has games. to like, win is, like you know Harbaugh is going to Michigan take fans they care about like beating Ohio State, so I think that's, you know that's so I think that's like a tougher game, game right the there. Year. Exactly, so I think Ohio State wins this week, loses against Michigan, uh, but that also means like some of the teams are lower. Like Iowa's like number five now, but. Let's go they Iowa. Have, Iowa has like a like they play Iowa. like a weak ass schedule. Like a lot of people don't want to admit it, but like they play Northwestern. Northwestern is a I like Rudy I like Northwestern North- too. What are you saying? No, no, no. I like Rudy from Northwestern, but you know they're not the greatest team there is. Like they lost to Nebraska. Well, you know, yes. shitty Nebraska. Team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like they have, like, they, have that, they have that cheesy thing every time they get a first time. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so you don't think Iowa? I don't think Iowa deserves it. They're like over. I think they're like ranked higher than they should be. Uh, But but a couple uh, teams to watch out for. You know what the weird thing about Iowa is? They're actually in a conference other than the uh, number four team, who just gets to play whoever, and then they only their football team is not in a conference. (laughs) Everyone else is in the ACC. Anyway, (laughs) I think the two teams to watch out for, like that, could possibly move up. They're ranked right below number four, you know, behind Notre Dame. Or Oklahoma State, who are undefeated at 10 and 0. Uh, they obviously, they have to play the rivalry, like rival Oklahoma, but I think they can beat them. Can you not drink beer in any college football stadium? Uh, if it's an on campus stadium, you can, but if it's like an off campus stadium, like Temple plays in like the Philadelphia Eagles stadium, Ooh. and they can drink there. But if it's like an on campus stadium, you can't drink. So, like DePaul. So, like, oh, like DePaul every, on like, campus, but DePaul oh, off oh, campus. Like every college. I guess the question, what major college teams can you drink beer at their game? <laughs> <laughs> I 
You're I, in I can't, think, you can't think of one. You're in college, and you can't drink beer at the game. This is why I watch pro sports. Hey, you know what? A lot of kids are sneaking in booze. They have a, yeah. they find a way to sneak in their booze. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think. I don't think I don't college think kids there. have a problem with finding booze at exactly. events that don't need to have booze. Also, it's like uh, my wife discovered there's something called pocket shots, which you can easily sneak in <laughs> and buy, a, buy a soda. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, there you go. So there you kids go. will find a way like get liquor out there. Game, so there that's not a, that's not the issue. Yo, right Ross, give the wife a pocket shot. All right, but anyway, like so, I know Quasi is like waiting for Notre Dame to lose. I think they'll <laughs> lose at Sanford, honestly. Uh, so uh, we'll see. It should be an interesting couple of weeks, and uh, we can re- revisit it. Or so who do, you, who do you think is going to be in the uh, playoffs? Then I think I think in the end it'll be Clemson. Uh, unfortunately, I think Alabama will be in there as well. Uh, I want to say Oklahoma State and. No. Final uh-huh. fourth team will probably be Ohio State. So, yeah, I, yeah. I think Ohio State with. I, I mean, until Urban Meyer retires, Michigan is a tough game, but like I think they'll beat Michigan though on the road. So, for now at least, we'll see. Well, so that's my prediction. I think Notre Dame. Who comes out I think Notre Dame is a team that's going to fall out of the top four. I don't think they should Oklahoma be in the top four. <laughs> join a conference? <laughs> be in my top four. Do you join a conference? But they do play at the tough out of conference, whatever, tough schedule in general. They play Florida State. They play Clemson, you know, so they have a tough schedule. I'm I know just, you hate Notre Dame, but I'm just saying. Here's the thing: like, I'm not the biggest Here, Notre Dame fan now, but like, I grew question. up a Notre Dame fan because they're they're the Chicago's they're Chicago's team. They're Chicago's team, and it is fun when they do well because everybody at the bars and everybody's having a good time. Yeah, but, but uh, a lot of their fans are obnoxious. I've realized, I guess, I've gotten older too. You know, so I'm yeah. just saying. What if there's a team that's in a conference that you know wins their tournament or c- comes out? And then doesn't make the final but they can four play in like a because week. Notre Dame gets ushered not in. All conferences, no, not all conferences well, are strong, though. Because I, ACC is like a pretty weak conference, and Clemson is playing with a really weak schedule. I'm just all for the true. playoff so. system because I'll be the first one to say that Notre Dame had no business at all ever being in that oh, college championship oh, where they just with got anti-tail on his fake girlfriend. He's still chasing. They got crushed. They had no business being All in right, there. Fine. Good and point. the first year they did the playoff system, their last-ranked team, Ohio State, just ran through everybody. Ran through everybody. So that just goes to show you that college football's had it wrong with just the Bulls system. I know people like it, but it sucks. Um, you know, keep the Bulls, name them for whatever different routes that you go through an actual playoff. But I like the playoffs, so yeah. So. Yeah, playoffs have definitely uh, made it different. Maybe they should expand to eight teams eventually, but I'm fine with four teams for now. Oh, oh ball by the Breadman. Oh, Bread Bread Hawks. It's now 2-0 Hawks. Breadman. Thanks again for listening to episode two of Pass the Mic. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at PTM Chicago. And as always, hashtag Fuck Joe Buck. And I'd like to give a quick shout-out to our own Digits, who did the uh, Willis Tower climb uh, last week, uh, 103 floors. Uh, trust me, if you've walked up one flight, that is already a bitch. So to go up 103 <laughs> is not easy to do. Sears is taller. Thank you, Quasi. You know I called it the...